When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. I am so excited to partner with them once again in 2022 because they've got a lot of great stuff going on, including an entirely redesigned and renovated driving range and practice area. It's got Top Tracer. It's got, what, like 42 heated bays, individually heated, by the way. And it's even got a food truck and much, much more, such as two bars. Yeah, that's right. Go out to CogHillGolf.com today to learn a little bit more. And, of course, you already know about all their great golf courses, CogHillGolf.com. We're also pleased to continue to work with our friends at WorldwideGolfShops.com. You've heard me talk about them many times before. They've got everything you need for golf. They've got apparel, accessories, training aids, all the new equipment. They've got deals like every single day. And going out to WorldwideGolfShops.com might just help you improve your game this golf season. WorldwideGolfShops.com. Welcome to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for all things golf, including in-depth interviews, new equipment highlights, and answers to golf questions you might be too afraid to ask. My goal? To help you learn more about the game so you can enjoy it even more. Let's dive in. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com, and you can follow me on social media at GolfUnfiltered, and send me an email, Adam, at GolfUnfiltered.com. Just a quick reminder... We have a fantastic merchandise website. Myself, Chris McEwen of McEwen Media and That Range Life and Golf Origin Stories and Bill Bush over at DrivingRangeHeroes.com and That Range Life. He co-hosts it with Chris. Anyway, the three of us have SecondCityGolf.com. Once again, it's SecondCityGolf.com since we're all based out of Chicago. And we've converted the website into a nice merchandise location where you could buy hats, polos, hoodies, all sorts of different things to support your favorite three independent Chicago golf bloggers. Go check it out. Before we get into today's topic, and it's one that I think um, it's going to be a little bit different because obviously there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now, and that's to put it lightly. Seems like that's been that way for a while now. But before we get into the topic, I just want to introduce a side project that uh, Chris McEwen, one of the names that I mentioned earlier, and myself are working on, and that is a new podcast called Golf Stories. And this first volume, volume one, will feature the Secret Tour Pro story. Now, if you're not familiar with that story, some of you may be, if if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, it is a wild up and down mysterious, anonymous story that all focus around this anonymous Twitter account. And the purpose of Golf Stories, at least for this first volume, is to tell my story, my experience dealing with not only that Twitter account, the Secret Tour Pro, but all the people that came in contact with that Twitter account who reached out to me, and in many instances, I've befriended. It's a really interesting story. If you're a fan of true crime, like the that genre, that type of storytelling, then I would definitely uh, check this out. 
And of course, it's very golf heavy. So uh, go out to all your favorite podcast providers, probably the same places that you're listening to this one, and search for Golf Stories, Volume 1, Secret Tour Pro. I think you'll enjoy it. So as I referenced, the uh, topic for today is going to be just generally speaking about what's going on. And it's not necessarily, you know, I, I am by no means an expert in geopolitical uh, goings-on. But obviously at the time of this recording, uh, there's a, there, I mean, the conflict in Ukraine right now is engulfing all news. Yes, there's still golf to watch. The Honda Classic for 2022 is going on right now. And there's a lot of ways that you can distract yourself from all of the badness that's being constantly reported over and over and over again. And, you know, leading up to today and in months past, we've talked about similar distractions that are so important during the hot points of the COVID-19 pandemic. And part of the reason why Chris and I wanted to bring the story that I just referenced earlier, golf stories, to to reality was, well, it's another distraction that people can can partake in because I think those are really needed more now than ever. And yes, I, I realize that golf itself, at least in the professional side, is not without its own quote-unquote bad news. I mean, we just had Will Bardwell on the previous episode of this podcast talking about his incredible article online4.com detailing his view on the Saudi Golf League or the Super Golf League backed by the Saudi Arabia. And in the days that followed that interview, we had more breaking news in professional golf, particularly around Phil Mickelson, the once beloved man of the people, at least for those who don't really know him behind the scenes, and then suddenly we all get a dose of perhaps his true motivations, the, the true thought behind what at least this superstar really believes in regard to how he conducts his craft and his business. And the result, unfortunately for him, but not surprisingly for the rest of us, sponsors begin to leave. Just last night, Callaway Golf, his biggest sponsor, a lifelong contract sponsor, announced that they are pausing that partnership. Which, that's a pretty big deal, to put it lightly. And of course, other sponsors. KPMG was the first to go. Amstel Light. Workday, I have heard, has also left. I'm not sure how many more big ones that he has, but the point being, we almost can't get away from negative news. And I don't know, if you're like me, it really gets to me. It definitely does. Even when you are trying to enjoy a distraction, something that we would classify as a distraction like golf, and then something like this pops up. And yeah, I report on it. I offer my opinion on it on social. It's hard not to. Most of the time, it's trying to poke fun of things to maybe generate a few laughs sometimes at the expense of others, and yeah, that's probably not always the best way to go about things, but in the same instance, sometimes all you can do is laugh, even when things don't seem like a laughing matter at all. Then, of course, as I referenced earlier, the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, 
there are sports implications on that. Obviously, it came on the heels of the uh, Winter Olympics. There's just a lot swirling around, and it's hard to avoid it. And so when we think about golf as a distraction, which ultimately is the, uh, the main topic today, I'd like to maybe just kind of freewheel here a little bit, if you bear with me, and talk about how I use golf as a distraction. Now, there's a lot to enjoy about this game. There's a whole heck of a lot to love about it, and there's a lot that I do love about it. I've played the game for a very long time, at least in relation to how old I am. I mean, I'm 39 now, and I think I've played for over 25 years. And it's a way to escape. It's a way to maybe put the phone away, you know, put all the buzz away for a few hours, whether it be you go out to the driving range or go out to the golf course and hopefully with some friends that you enjoy being with. In my instance... Some of the best times I've had on the golf course, especially recently, is when I'm either trying out a new piece of equipment or maybe it's a new pair of shoes that I just got. You know, we do a lot of reviews at golfunfiltered.com, and luckily, it's a privilege for me to go and, and try all this new stuff. And it almost becomes a moment where you're working in a way, at least for me, and perhaps some of you, maybe if you have like a business foursome that goes out and you try to get some work done while you're also enjoying a game. But it also serves as a reminder that golf is a foundation on which something like that can happen. You know, it's not always purely a game. But then again, it always is a game. So it's almost this weird dynamic, at least for me. But I think what I've been catching myself with and this has been going on for years, is I have to catch myself when the drama of the intricacies of the game kind of creep up. You know, I, doing what I do with this podcast and with the website, I've become, you know, aware of some of the inner dealings of our favorite brands and even those of our favorite players. And no, by no means do I know probably the amount of stuff that like Golf Digest knows, for example. But it's very human nature, I guess, for us to find the drama. It's always there if you look for it. And more often than not, I think we all try to look for it most of the time, you know, if we're being honest with one another. Another example of that popped up earlier in the week regarding golf equipment and a, uh, a very well-known website that does golf reviews, My Golf Spy. You know, I, we've had Tony Covey on the show years ago. Well, coincidentally, actually, around the time when the Secret Tour Pro came on, which I don't want to spoil anything for the podcast. But um, they they had some drama come up. Again, they, they tend to be a lightning rod, and I think they like that. But, and you can go out to Twitter and, and figure out what I'm referring to. But, um, again, it's just, it's a it's a piece of golf equipment is what it really all centered, centered around and transparency and, oh, what's, what's the truth and all that. You know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to, as people, as imperfect as we are, it's tough to not jump to something like that to somehow amplify the enjoyment of what we already love, if that makes sense. 
But is that even true? Like, do we need to find that drama? Do we need to find that controversy in the game of golf in order for us to truly enjoy it more? I often think about that, that dynamic, or I don't know the right word to use here. Someone's probably shouting it at the radio. But I think about it a lot because as we also carry around this phrase of growing the game, what's, what's implied is we want to make the game more popular and perhaps even more, well, certainly more accessible. But you can have something accessible to everyone. You need to drive them and pull them in in order to enjoy it. And as the world has now become this haven for social media and information and immediate information on social media. And it's not always true information, but it's always catchy and it's headline clicking. You know what I'm talking about? That's what we've become. That's the news that is constantly fed to us. And that's what, believe it or not, we all engage in readily all the time. It's almost impossible for golf to not also fall into that. And I'm noticing it. I'm noticing it. And I guess kind of in a roundabout way, now that we're 12 minutes into this episode or more, um, that's kind of what's been stuck in the back of my mind. And while I definitely admit that I feed into that and I provide into that or, you know, whatever, I I contribute to it is the word I'm looking for. It's because we click. It's because we, we want to read. We want to learn more. I think we're a curious species anyway. We want to learn everything we can about the things that we love. And if this means that we're going to learn a little bit more about how the, you know, how the sausage is made, so to speak, by pulling back the curtain, insert your favorite cliche here, then I think we're going to do that. But even while we're doing all of that and trying to figure out, okay, well, what factions do I associate myself with and which team am I on? Because that's another thing. We're very tribal. We're a, we're a people that like to fit in somewhere and have people who think like us around us. What remains unchanged is the game itself. It, it stays there. The rules don't change too much. So it's this, I don't know, it's, it's uh, this weird, the world around us continues to get closer to a place that I don't think anyone enjoys. But the land and the courses that we enjoy remain there, waiting for us, remain that escape. And we can count on it. We can count on the game to be there, to remain unchanged in the rules and the look, maybe our favorite course that we've played a million times before, but we've never had the chance to master. And perhaps we had our best score ever on that golf course, but we keep going back because we know we could do maybe one shot better. That remains there. You know, golf is many things. Golf is, of course, a game. Yes, it's an escape, something I've said many times on this episode. It's also a business, and it could be a livelihood for many who work in the game. 
I have many friends and acquaintances who do that, exactly that, rely on golf and the interest in it in order for them to pay their bills and put food on their table. And so when I speak with them or text or whatever, and about a, uh, a current event, whether it be completely golf-related or even tangentially that could impact the way that people spend money, they're viewing it from a completely different lens than, than I would. And that's another learning moment. But I almost, I almost find myself in a situation in those conversations where I could not be in a more different place than the other person. And what I mean by that, I love the game of golf. And I know you do too if you're listening to this. But I don't rely on the game of golf in that way. And maybe I'm just realizing it now as I'm, as I'm talking about it and thinking it through. I wonder if that, you know, sense of relying on the game changes the way that people think about the game. It's no longer just a game. It becomes something much more serious. It becomes something that does almost literally become life and death. I know that sounds dramatic, but if you think about it, think about the people who work at these brands. Think about the municipal golf pros and and those who maybe are just getting started in their careers, for example, working at these places that, that house this game that we all enjoy and we pay a lot of money to enjoy. When a world event happens, it's hard to remain distracted when it impacts your livelihood. I can relate to a point, not in the golf world per se. Many of you know I work in healthcare. The last two years, let's just say, have been tough. So, to bring it back to the main topic of using golf as a distraction, which I think is an important thing for all of us to remember and to utilize, it's also maybe a little irresponsible to completely block out and ignore what's going on around us. It is not uncommon, if you follow me on Twitter, for me to tiptoe into different worlds outside of golf. I've had many run-ins with people on that show. I've lost friends because of it, too. And yeah, I have my regrets with some of the things that I've said. But as much of as much as golf is a game, it's also a game comprised of the people who play it. And we all come from different areas. We all have different mindsets. But at some point, at some point in the experience of playing golf with different people, none of the extra stuff matters, yet it still exists. And I think that is, if I could go so far as to say, that's a beautiful thing. Because we could coexist in that way, at least for, what, four hours, five hours, depending on the day and the course. And those differences, while there, and while serious, they're not up front. And I'm of the belief that that's okay. Because, frankly, I think something we've all learned is that true colors do come shining through at some point. They have to. 
So what does this all mean? If you've stuck with me at this point of the episode, I appreciate it because I know it's a little bit of a different one. It's really, well, truth be told, I've, I've never lied to you guys. I mean, I was thinking of a topic to do and it just didn't feel like an appropriate time right now to talk about a new piece of equipment or to have an interview or I just, I, sometimes turning the microphone on and the computer and just talking is helpful. I don't know if it makes for good listening. <laughs> I really don't know. But I do appreciate those who do, and maybe I, maybe you can connect with some of the things that I've offered today. Because the world is what it is. We want to change it. A lot of brave people have done a lot of great work to make it a better place. And a lot of other people have done exactly the opposite. But to go back to the analogy of what has always remained constant are the ways that we can connect with one another on, well, for the lack of a better phrase, neutral ground, so to speak. I believe golf is one of those ways. I believe we have the ability to meet, enjoy something together, experience that enjoyable thing together, and nothing else matters for just a little while. And no, I'm not... I'm not implying that golf can save the world or that golf is the answer to some of the current events that are going on. But I think the mindset is, I think the mindset of coexisting and understanding that there are commonalities among us all, I think that exists in both golf and real life, don't you? I don't know. Let me know what you think. I know this was a different type of episode, and I appreciate you listening if you made it this far. You could send me an email, adam at golfunfiltered.com, and you could find me on social. I'm sure I'll be talking again at uh, golfunfiltered.com. On all, I'm sorry, at golfunfiltered all over social media. So as we close out this episode, um, you know, just to, uh, again, quick reminder, we do have another I'm spending a lot of time on this other podcast uh, project that uh, Chris McEwen and I have been working on, and I'm I'm extremely excited about it, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope that you go out and check out Golf Stories. Um, it's been one of those uh, one of those stories that has stuck with me for many years, um, that I think needed to be told in a different way, and I would be lying if I didn't say that it's a little self-serving just to kind of get it out. But the feedback, uh, at least for episode one, which is available now, uh, episode two will be available on uh, Tuesday. So we're going to release it every Tuesday for a yet-to-be-determined number of episodes. We're still kind of developing the story as it happens because what's what's uh, we're finding is um, as more people listen to it, uh, more people are coming forward as to their dealings with this uh, anonymous Twitter account, Secret Tour Pro, which is still active, by the way. Um, but it is self-serving in a way that I wanted to get it out. I wanted people to hear it. I wanted people to maybe be distracted by it. And I'll say here, too, as I mentioned on the podcast, 
the intent of this is not to get anyone in trouble, but more so to just shine a light on the fact that, hey, sometimes some things aren't what they seem. So anyway, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to spoil any more. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope everyone's safe. I, I know that this podcast reaches um, outside of the United States. And, uh, you know, in all seriousness, I know that there's a lot of uh, scary shit going on right now. Um, I'm scared over where things could turn or how things could turn uh, with this this conflict. But for me, it helps to recenter and it helps me to uh remind myself that you know what maybe if i could just go grab a club maybe if i can just go grab a bucket of balls and uh even here in the cold chicago uh winter that i'm still in there's still a way to just distract yourself for a bit and realizing that the person hitting at the bay next to you might be the most different person from you in the world but you're still finding that common, that commonality. And I think that's a pretty good way to live. Thanks for listening. Take care of one another. Stay safe. And we'll be back again soon. <laughs>